Welcome to Child Pony Sleep Repeat, a podcast for pony parents where we learn that we can do this and we are not alone. Um, each week I speak to an amazing horsey mum about how she juggles children and horses and everything in between. Um, this is the second series and it can be a little bit chaotic at times, but hopefully we're getting into the swing of things now. Um, this week I'm really looking forward to talking to the author behind the book The Four Moons, so let's get straight into it. Hello! So this week on Child Pony Sleep Repeat, we are talking to Rose Bowden. Hi, Rose. Hello. Um, nice to meet you all. <laughs> Rose, um, you are mum to two children. You've got 12-year-old Ewan and 8-year-old Connie. Yeah. I love those names, by the way. Thank <laughs> you. Lovely. Um, and you have written a book. I have, for my sins. Yes, I have. Well, this is, this is how... Yeah. Well, this is I how I came across as, you. <laughs> yeah, I don't class myself. But it's funny when I, someone says that out loud. I think, oh my god, I don't really think I'm an author. Yeah, it's a bit. I suppose I class as a bit of a blog book. But yeah, the, the book's sat in front of me right now. So, and mm. and the lady who helped me publish it, she said, "No, you've written a book. You're an author. You're an author. <laughs> That's amazing." But before we get too into that, it's called the Four Moons for anyone who wants to go and look whilst listening to the podcast. Um, but first things first. Rose, how did you get into horses? How did you discover horses? Um, I was almost by accident. Um, ironically, now I've looked back over the years, and it might have been in one side of the family's blood anyway, but um, through grandfathers, etc. But I went on a sleepover, as they call it now, uh, when I was seven, and the young girl was having a riding lesson the next day. This was over in Germany. Um, oh, wow, ex- in Germany. Ex- uh, yeah, I was ex- I'm an ex-horses child. So, yeah, so I, I was just going on a sleepover. So, I, yeah, okay, I'll have a lesson. And unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever way you want to look at it, that was it. I was hooked. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, on the lunge, just on this horse that I can remember probably way too big for me. And, um, yeah, that was it. I think its name was Shampy. And I'm, I am some age now. I'm knocking on 50, so I can still remember <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. I got on. Oh, gosh, can't we all? Um, yeah. That's amazing. So how would, so you had your first lessons in Germany. How long did you stay in Germany for? Did you grow up riding over there or did you come back over here? Um, I rode for, well, I lived there on and off sort of a period of three or four years. It was about 12 years in all. And each time we were over there, yeah, I, I, that's where I started my riding and they're very into the classical element of things. So I've never, yeah, I've never been a, a great show jumper, probably because of that start. Cause it was very into, you know, are you sitting properly and you weren't allowed to necessarily jump too much unless you were sitting properly. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, a it, it, it was a fantastic thing to start, I suppose. And, and to learn over there, you know, the Germans are very good, um, uh, horsemen, horsewomen. Well, this is what I was um, going to ask are. you. How do you find it differs between learning in Germany and now seeing your daughter learning to ride over here? Do you see massive differences, um, or? Uh, it was. Oh, uh, how could I? 
I suppose the, the, the difference that I see as in it, it, over in Germany, you were taught the real technical um, and uh, not necessarily sort of the ins and outs of why you were doing it, but you will learn the technical. So you will l learn to ride a lot longer. Um, yeah. And because I didn't have my own pony, it was all riding school stuff. So it was literally the occasional hack out, but most of it was just in the school sort of every Saturday or every free ride that I could get. And um, uh, over here, I suppose it, it is similar, I think. Um, but I think we do it now. Obviously, bearing in mind there is a huge uh, uh, sort of years gap in me learning and my daughter learning. Yes, um, yeah, of course. I've, Things do change and progress. <laughs> yeah, they do change. Now, it's obviously you've got the technical element. You always start off riding a lot shorter in the stirrup than you do it, than I ever did in Germany. And there's um, a little more element of fun. I don't want to sound that as a reflection on the, the German riders, but um, yeah, there's a bit more going on in, I think it's probably modern times actually, you know, where you can have like own a pony for a day and yes, things like that, you know, yeah. there's so much more available. But, um, but yeah, they were bigger horses as far as I can remember. Yeah, there was no they're, they're, like little ponies for you to scrabble around on getting into all sorts of trouble. There was actually structured lessons, I suppose. Yes, yeah. And the, and the horse, you know, you're talking sort of 14 to upwards, really. Um, whereas over here, you know, there's all sorts of shapes and sizes, isn't there? And, yeah. Um, and, no, and, and back then, no coloured horses. So I'm sorry, there were no coloured oh, wow, horses in there Germany. Were no oh, crikey. Yeah, Come I, Bob yeah. would have a field day spooking them all left, right and centre as he trotted through. <laughs> yeah, isn't it crazy? It was classed as um, God. No, God, my mind's going back now. Um, yeah, so I've I've always been a massive coloured fan. Love them. They're one of my favourites, and I and I've owned two myself. But yeah, over in Germany, there was never a coloured horse because it was classed as sort of the. Oh God, I don't even know how to say it, but it was classed as a bit of a, a taboo, like a you know, like a mongrel dog. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. So, yeah, it would not so, yeah, fit there were no the horses. They would not fit the um. Is it Rich School? Rick Richt School? I haven't got the correct accent. Yeah, but they no, were, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 gosh, yeah, you've uh, you've definitely dug a memory up there that I've forgotten all about. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Um, so when did you get your own horse? When did you? Um, I was nineteen, and I was down in Cornwall, and the bug still hadn't disappeared, and my parents, bless their hearts, because they're in the forces, couldn't really. It wasn't owning a horse, it was shipping it about. And um, so they said, look, when you're older, when you're older, what, you know, in the hope that I would grow out of it, I suppose. <laughs> and then at 19, we, we'd finally decided to stay in this country and, and they gave me some money and I off, went off and bought this. I did the most daftest thing you could do. I went and, um, and uh, for some anyway, I went and bought a three-year-old wild as the hills Welsh cob I didn't oh, have a clue marvelous. what I was doing. Did not have a clue what I was doing. Completely out of my debt, but I didn't care. I had a horse. Yeah. <laughs> marvelous. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I had him, um, and uh, yeah, that's all sort of where it started from, really. Oh wow! And fast forward to today, you've got a gorgeous black beauty at the moment. Yes, he's gorgeous, but he is also a complete thug. <laughs> um, and was was recently described as the lady that was helping me do some with I've gone into doing a bit more flat work training with her really and I have had I have actually finally admitted I need a little bit of help I think she described him as very nice but arrogant <laughs> got the swagger he has got the swagger 
Yeah, she said he's a yeah he's a nice chap. She said, but my goodness, he is arrogant. So Um, yeah, I did. My heart went out to you when I saw um, you'd bought your third bridal of the year. Oh, honestly, the the hunt the um the Southdowns bloodhounds. I I have in the past hunted them a lot with my warm blood previously, and they have actually seen the first time we turned up at the kennels. Brandy Bridal imported, and yeah, it was um it ended up wrapped round his legs as he was running around the lorry park. Oh. And yeah, I and at the time, you know, as a mum, I was sitting there thinking, you cannot be doing this to me. I am, you know, and going back to being a parent, I think I am so tired, <laughs> and I can't believe we've actually got here, and we're actually going to go and hunt, and you do this to me. Oh, um, bless but you. It was bless their hearts. They're such a good group there. It was it was huge amusement, and it was like well. Rose is back. <laughs> oh, bless! They're they're a lovely, lovely bunch. Um, Jeremy Ray- Whaley and Co. They they make you feel very welcome. They make you feel like yes. the day out is put on just for you. But you happen to be surrounded by hundreds of others and hounds and horses and jumps put out just for your pleasure. They're a, they're a lovely, lovely group at the South Downs yes, Bloodhounds. Definitely, most definitely. Um, no, that's amazing. So he was. Did you manage to go? Did someone manage to find you a bridal or? Well, he hadn't ripped it completely to shreds, so it was. It, by the time he got it round from around his legs, he had decided it, it was. It was in place. It was the headband was all of it. Yeah, so <laughs> it was usable for the day. Um, when I actually took it to the local um, saddler to get it repaired, all they could do was glue it together. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's nothing else they could do. Um, yeah. So, and we and I had a you know a, a, a fantastic day, you know. But um, but yeah, he tends to. He's a very, very sweet horse, but he does tend to add in that extra angle of things that um, that just make things just that either slightly more stressful or a bit more difficult or a bit more problematic. Um, did but you yeah, tell him cobs are meant to be easy? The, I suppose he's only part cob. What's oh. the other part? <laughs> Fire well, breathing dragon. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's supposed to be a. Um, uh, I've seen his mother, and she's like a Dale's uh, type. And um, his dad was supposed to have been a coloured cob, but uh, I have no idea. I, there's something <laughs> else in there, and he grew a lot bigger than I expected him to. But uh, yeah, he is a he's a he's a complete train. But if you were to meet him over the stable door, he is the sweetest creature. Ah, uh, see, that's a good selling point. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, you just got to just brace yourself before you get in the saddle. Um, so was he your purchase? You've got children. You want to do a little bit of everything was that like your mindset I'm going to get myself a cob cross I'm going to have a fun safe horse to deal with the children so I can get out and go out by myself yeah um so just just after I had my um first child um uh, about six months later my warm blood had an accident in the field and I sort of spent about 18 months trying to fix him but it just Mm. it didn't it didn't go well so we had to sort of call it a day which is which was quite sad um because he he was sort of bred for show jumping things and I'd gone down and done county shows with him and everything but the only time that horse was ever really happy was out in the hunting field so he kind of chose hunting for us in a way yeah um Anyway, so I thought to myself, so I then had, um, this was some years later, so I then had my second child, and she was born in the June, and I thought, to go and treat myself, <laughs> I'd go and get myself, this sounds a bit sim- uh, familiar, doesn't it? I thought yes. I'd go and get myself a, a three-year-old um, unbroken cob cross, yes, to do that lovely sort of family horse type stuff with <laughs> I have no idea so I I suppose I was a little bit opposite you in the sense that um, 
uh, you know, when you decided to have a family, thing decisions were being, you were making decisions about what was practical. I sort of went completely the other way and thought, right, let's just add something else into the mix. Well, it's and, very uh, brave to, I mean, it no, is very brave to desperate. be a, <laughs> I was going to say, desperate. to be a new mum and, and get a, a project like that. That is, you know. De- desperate and... Um, uh, lacking in thought, maybe. I don't, don't get me wrong, I don't regret it. But it, yeah, lacking in thought. But I have to say, a lot of my horsey decisions and my my need for it do have an element of desperation about them. So, and I, and I say that in the most sort of, uh, you know, I don't say that in a negative way. No, about tongue myself. in cheek. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, it's that, it, I have that sort of attitude. You know, even hunting. Um, I'd never really cantered um, Benson as a four-year-old when I first took him hunting. I never really cantered him much in the school. I just wanted him to sort of open up through the fields, did the first lot hunt, and then and then take him home. And people just don't understand the rationale of that in the, in the sense that you know why would you want a three-mile stubble field? And and I think well because he'll be tired at the end of it yeah. to do anything else. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's he's a bit of a machine. So it was it was a tactical. Um, tactical thing but yeah that desperation is is threaded throughout my horsey adventures oh bless you oh bless you so what does a normal week look like for you rose you've um, now got two children of school age so i'm cling i'm gonna cling on to this <laughs> I hope it goes yeah no way. it's yeah it's interesting your life becomes all about nine o'clock and three o'clock or half past three and it does you, you do become that mum who literally will will We'll be quite happy to get a speeding ticket just to get to get the school run done. Yeah. Um, so there, there is elements too where you have to fit this and the other. And I work part time as well, so um, I feel grateful in that. A couple of uh, a few days a week, I am able to go and have that quiet time with the horse. Um, but I have also ridden at five in the morning, you know, yeah. to get things done. Which you know, as other mums and parents will be listening to this, thinking. Well, yeah, you know, everyone does it to juggle wherever they can, really. And if and if everyone has a good night's sleep and you can get up at five in the morning and 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 get it done, then um, then then it's a good, you know, it's a it sounds a little bit um, uh, shallow, but it's a, it's a box ticked. And I and I'm oh no, not at all. It's it's a really yeah. important. If I know what you mean, my husband Josh, he calls it beating the day. If he can get mm. up and get things done you know before yeah. we're all awake he he considers that a massive like win he's like, oh, I've done I've don't yes. as far as he's concerned I now don't have to do it when the kids are around and I don't have to take time off from doing their things yeah definitely and I think you you sometimes I uh, the guilt occasionally when the kids are a lot younger the the, the guilt got to me quite a lot because I felt a little bit selfish well I felt very selfish having this horse and trying to juggle it through and and I sort of joke in my book about you know sometimes we say to the kids oh let's go have some fun at the yard and really actually I'm going to ride my horse so I did <laughs> used to feel I did used to feel um quite guilty about that but as as they get older and they get their hobbies and then you do all find you're all sort of having a go juggling right who's next who's next who's next but but the guilt's turned into me just to have an acceptance of that's life isn't it it's yes. it's you yes. know you, you can't you put your life yourself. on pause indefinitely because no. there'll always be no. a reason not to exactly yeah and I think as much as I've, I have met other mums who have just stopped it and then started it when the kids are a lot older, 
Um, and I completely get that, totally get that. And I think it's a, 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 I think it's a good decision for people. But I think for people like myself, um, I've thought about it practically a lot of times. And I've even had time since where I think, oh, this is too much. You know, should I just find him a home? And you get to the point where you think, actually, when you face that question idea, you realise that um, I think it sort of allows you to encompass what your horse means to you. So yes. it's not just about getting in the saddle, which it is a lot for me, but it's also about that husbandry element to it where I just go up and see him. I'm out, you know, I live in a town, so I'm out in the country for a little oh, while. Yeah. I'm out, you know, listening escape. to the birds. And it, yeah, it, it, escape in the sense that you just have your, you know, your bit of uh, your bit of quiet time. And, um, and yeah, I know it all works differently for people. Um, and juggling as you know as, as everyone listening knows it's not it's not easy by any stretch and it is a hobby sometimes it's partly their living for people but for me it is a hobby but without that hobby um i probably oh i just wouldn't find it everything so much fun yes if you can understand me yeah. you know yeah, I'm quite i completely happy. get it yeah. it's a, i think it's um, a little bit like uh, mary kondo like does it spark joy you know, you can get rid of things from your life that are really hard, uh, but you ought to do. And you can go, no, actually, do you know what? I, I don't need to do that anymore. That's going. And you can and you can introduce things to your life that are really fun, but actually also really stressful or expensive. But then there's something about, for me, horses, that they they spark joy. And there's no chance. I, yeah. When I've tried to get, you know, I've tried to have time without them in my life. And it was a much harder place to be. I did not have yes. the same sort of oomph about me. Um, yes, I think you you can lose yourself. I think definitely, and I don't want to sound very dramatic about everything, you know, because you know that we, we talk about the first world problems thing, don't we? But oh, yes, you, you you you're living, and it and it's one life, and sometimes you know if you're not doing what you love doing passionately, you you can lose yourself quite quite easily, and yes. you know, and I've had spells where recently um, my horse has gone away for training, and so he went away for training and so I wasn't having anything to do with him while she sorted out his arrogance <laughs> um and he it was very nice in the sense that I got everything done in the house and I was very organized and I was very this but I have to say I looked back and thought I was getting to the point after six weeks thinking right I, I can't yeah. actually hoover that anymore I can't dust that anymore you know so um, yeah and you think what what do I do now yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've done it all. What what do I do now? And then this is what not having a horse would be like. So I would have to go and find myself something else to sort of fill my yes, free so not true. free time, but fill my sort of hobby time with. If you can understand me, I don't end up going. I really like else. that what you said about um, touching on first world problems because when I I talk a bit on the podcast um, about how after Albie I'd been persuaded to sell both my horses because that was the sensible grown up thing to do for a mum to be, um, and yeah. I had two very unsensible sorts of horses, um, and I couldn't go back to my previous full-time job because of now having a small child and I didn't have any horsey friends with children so me at a baby group not whinging but lamenting oh I, I can't ride or I haven't got a horse you can tell the other mums <laughs> sort of like this is a bit of a first world problem look at your beautiful baby look at that beautiful yes. baby you've yeah. got and and your you know your husband and your home and what what is this 
about not having a horse that you keep telling me oh, I've not I've got, I haven't ridden in months and, and it is interesting because even though yes it is a very privileged position to be in you can only live you can only live what you are used to you can only oh, I'm trying to say it didn't feel like a first world problem to me it felt like a really big part of me was missing Yes, um, completely. And it's because it's, it's, it's who you are. Yes, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a huge part are. of your life. And I really like that you said, do you know what? You have to fill the time somehow, so you may as well fill it doing something you really love. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and I always joke my husband because he's um I, I refer to him in my book as the reluctant because he really is. He's like <laughs> he's, a, he's a real bless his heart. He's a real townie, and he, and he you know we met at work, and we've ended up you know he's ended up with this bird who just sort of you know acquires animals and you know can't can't not have a horse, and you know he's. He's, he's never sort of blessed his heart, never even owned a goldfish as a child. So he's, we've had very different <laughs> upbringings. Oh, um, so, yeah, so you, you kind of think, I always joke with him saying, oh, you know, if I didn't do horse riding, I might go do something else. And so, yes, yeah, so I have to say, I, I have sort of had that very short spell of six weeks where I thought, oh, I don't have to, oh it was all very expensive. But, but I was sitting, sitting there thinking, right, so this is what you would do. Uh, and like you said, in your groups, you know, I wrote this book. Now, this is going to make me sound like a terrible parent now, but I will say it. Um, <laughs> I, I, can't, I, can't, I went to one baby group and they gave me a song sheet. So apologies to anyone who's a really proper wholesome parent out there. But I, I, a few of those groups scared me a bit. Yeah. Because as much as I absolutely <laughs> adore my child, I don't want to sing songs pay for the privilege of it so what i found one group who didn't make me do that and they were a fabulous bunch of ladies and um and and i've been friends ever since so yeah it was more of a bit of a coffee morning really and the kids just all played around but with my second child that group dispersed and so i found a play center where um my little girl connie could just dress up and do uh sort of make believe so there was all these little separate sections she could be a vet or she could be a fire woman or all this sort of stuff so she's got all these things to do and I'm sat there thinking well I, uh, there's no one else here at the moment so I'm just going to start writing about horses and I basically wrote the book in the time oh, that's mega. that I was just taking her there a couple of times a week because I thought I wanted to do that sort of motherly thing in between me juggling everything and she hadn't started school so I thought no this is a bit of a this is, you know, she's not at nursery, so this is a little bit of time between me and her before, she, you know, school whisks her away. And yeah. so I did that. So she was playing with that, and I just sat there writing in this book and and just wrote the different chapters about how I was feeling at the time and f- just funny stuff as well, just stuff I'd remembered and, and a reflection I on that. that. I, yeah, I love I, that. That's a great use of time. That is, like I said, you know, essentially, if there's no one else there and your daughter's happy much better than sitting and scrolling for two hours through Instagram. <laughs> well, yeah, there is that element to it. And I thought I was finding, I was staring at my phone. I thought, right, you know, I'm just going to put a little little notebook with me and I'm going to scribble. And honestly, once I started scribbling, um, and like I said, I'll, again, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even get my DCSE English. So I oh, was wow. literally just scribbling, writing it. But it's like anything, isn't it? You it's like life it's quite easy to talk about your own life and actually when you start to write it down you it 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 almost comes naturally um 
I did have to make decisions because I will, again, I will make a confession. I use a few expletives in the book. Oh, don't worry. Um, <laughs> we're, I did, we're, yeah. not, we're not strangers with expletives in this house. <laughs> no, that's fine. I did, I did find initially, I thought, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to think of some sort of really highbrow word to be here. And I kept writing, I thought, oh my God, this doesn't even sound like me. So I, I took them out and I did put some expletives in because it kind of... Um, Oh, it's true. It's true to explain life. Things, explain it's, things, I, doesn't I, it? <laughs> it? Well, that's exactly it. And sometimes no other word will do. <laughs> yeah, not many of us have gone over a scary jump and said, oh dear, have oh, we? Oh, we gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Crikey. Oh, God, no, nothing like that, is it? Yeah. And no. All of us, you know, now now you see you go um, hunting and like everyone's videoing, aren't you? So you can hear everyone's expletives yeah, as they're going over. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh then there's evidence when you go home I remember I went home once after um going out with the South Downs Bloodhounds and I said bloody hell there was this amazing hedge that we did like at the end of the second run and it was it had a five foot drop and of course there's a video <laughs> online and he um is that your five foot drop head it's like oh well it, it felt like five foot <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah but it does when you're going over i'm telling you you know it, it and, and like people will know listening you you think yeah even a t- sometimes when you've not jumped a horse before doing a two foot six or even a two foot three in the yeah. in old money it's going to be what is it different measurements now oh i don't i will stick with two foot three i don't know oh, okay good 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 <laughs> i don't feel so bad now they say the new measurements and i think no i don't know no, no I don't can know you either. convert please conversion no that's it well, i only the, the only t- it, in my head, the way that I compartmentalise, if you go show jumping, it's all unaffiliated. So it's two foot three, two foot six, two foot nine, three foot. But if you go eventing, it's 90 centimetres, 100 centimetres. Yeah, but never the twain shall meet. <laughs> yeah, I'm lost. Because I don't think they actually measure up to each other either, do they? No, no. That's they sound, yeah, yeah. You just think, oh, God, yeah. So you're trying to convert it all. I, yeah, I just but, know yeah. that one's quite big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and funny, funny enough, when I... When I um, because uh, I have just we we're going through a dressage phase in my ho- phase with my horse at the moment because uh, he started to get he started to go into that sort of thuggery teenage phase where he didn't overly need me by that I think the I think it was about like the, the third season that I started taking him out and he um yeah he started deciding if we were jumping things or not and they started to get a little bit bigger than I was comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. and I thought no yeah I don't even like to guess what that how big that jump is oh, bless you. Um, so does um, I've seen pictures of your daughters on ponies of your daughter on a pony um, yeah. is, would you say she's quite keen has she been bitten by the bug she is she is actually a very nice neat tidy little rider um, but she Unlike me, I think she might be a bit of a Pippa Funnel Mary King. So I'm discouraging anything that puts my heart in my mouth. So <laughs> I've I've actually paid for her to have this. Is, again, I've got to sound like a terrible person. I'm saying it out loud on the podcast. But I've she we got her a pony for a little while who um uh, a, a lady i knew she said look this is not a first pony she says so do not let it off the lead rank so we we obviously had that agreement and um she loved this little pony and she's got she's got a nice little seat for her she's one of those riders who's who's just very calm um and just enjoys it but she's quite bold so she wants to run before she can walk so yeah. Yeah. Um, I've booked her into gymnastics lessons. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> because my decision now is I, now this is where I have made a good decision. I've decided that um, I'm not I'm not averse to a pony in the future, but she she needs to be at the age where she can uh, muck it out, tack it up. Um, because selfishly, I don't want to get rid of my horse. Um, no, that's I, very um, true. I think that is doing two is is a, is a little bit much. Yeah. And, and and also watching her being utterly fearless on it, I I'm a bit of a careful rider. So it, it uh, yeah, I, I'm, it's not really what I would call an enjoyable afternoon out sometimes, because um, I, I don't I don't overly want to break her. I just want her to be a little bit older where she can um. Yeah, she can just be a bit more understanding and and and, and able to tap out. Maybe maybe when she's old enough that you can drop her off at the cross country rally and then go hide in the car <laughs> with a flask and a cup and go good luck, yes. good luck, Miss Instructor. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to hear about yeah. it unless it goes well. Yeah, I think it's that thing. I, especially being married to a, a townie, the reluctant. I, I sort of think if I take her back and she's broken, you know, horses have a bad enough reputation in our house without <laughs> me taking my daughter home, you know, in in three pieces. So yeah, so I, I, I'm sort of, I'm not averse to it, and I'm not, uh, I'm not in denial that she probably will eventually. But yeah, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm holding it off as for as long as I can. It's terrible, isn't it? So where did you get? the title four moons from um it was it was it was a feeling and it was something i'd heard of and i think it's something i used to say to my husband so i'd like that half five thing in the morning you know um again parents parents listening will understand if you if everyone's had a good night's sleep no one's been ill um, no one's got up in the middle of the night. You know, everything's all in its place, as it were. I can get up at half five, go up and ride, and it's all done bef- pretty much before everyone wakes up and we can get on with the rest of the day. Or, um, you know, in within that element, there's is your horse sound? Um, are you feeling okay? Have you had enough sleep? You know, the family mm. all right? Have you got childcare? Oh, and the last one is the weather. You know, so you you have all these elements, don't you? Yeah, so there's been times where my horse is quite sharp. Um, If it's blowing a gale and chucking it down, my old horse, I would have just got on. But this one, yeah, because he was young and a little bit sharp, I I think I might just lunge him today. (laughs) Today isn't the day. Yeah, yeah. So And that's where it came from. You know, the, the moon sometimes don't align and it is can be... It can be quite um, uh, soul destroying, sometimes, because you think yeah, you know I you're know. having lesson yeah. planned. You know, you, you've got you've got childcare, you've got this. You go up to the yard, your horse has thrown a shit, or your horse is lame, or yeah. or, or the it suddenly not quite right. tips it down. Exactly. And you think, well, yeah. I've got and, to go because yeah. <laughs> this is what. Yeah. yeah. And again, we talk about the first world problems, but at the same time, you think to yourself, this is my one hour this week where I've booked a lesson or I'm going out for a hack with a friend and actually it's all kind of falling apart a little bit so now I've been through all that process you know my my children are older now now I've been through that process what I would say is that sometimes when you're in those moments and and I have been in those moments where I've been sat there under a tree it's been chucking it down we haven't been able to get on the horse you know or my my instructor's not been able to get through the flood water or whatever it would be there's been various things and um I've just been just felt like a broken woman oh bless (laughs) you we've all we've all been there yeah, we yeah, completely, know. completely. And so I think sometimes I think, you know, reflecting back to it now, I look back and I think to myself, God, you know, there is always another day. Now, you may not have ridden your horse as many times as you want to that week, but there, 
there is always another day. Yeah, but at the so time, cool. at the time, honestly, it was. It, it sometimes I'd be thinking, "Oh, I'm on fire. I am Wonder Woman today." And then the next day, you think to yourself, "Just you know, I'm. I've just about made a cup of tea today." So, yeah, you know. this is it. Well, this is it. And I was just thinking, um, there's a lovely, lovely girl that um, I actually, she's my number one episode of this series too, Jess Scott, and love her when her, you know, when her stars all align, she does. Oh, she's phenomenal. She gets everything all in, you know, all in an order. She goes out, she smashes her eventing. It's all fantastic. But bless her that the four moons have not aligned for her very much recently. And I was just thinking of her then thinking, oh, that's, you know, it it just shows how frustrating and disappointing it is when you think you've got childcare sorted and you think you've, oh, look, the forecast's perfect. But then you get there and the horse says, actually, no, not today. And it's no one's fault. There's nothing anyone can change. It just is what it is. It is, yeah, and you do, and, and I struggled, like I said before, I, I struggle with the guilt a lot of the time, I think, God, I, you know, and again, desperation has threaded its way through all the time, and sometimes that desperation is like a bit of fun, but other times, I've had to really quell my desperation, because I, I think to myself, stop stop being so ridiculous, for goodness sake, you know, mm-hmm. you have a horse, it, it just didn't quite work out today, and I don't get me wrong, I'm not the type to sort of go home and be down in the dumps about it, but it I wouldn't be ticking a box, so I would. I would get a bit frustrated with just the situation, really. Which, which then you know, you start to think, oh God, what am I doing this for? And oh, I'm at. Uh, you question everything. Am I at the right yard? Mm. Uh, oh. Do, do, is there, I don't know, is there a different bit I can try? Or you know, well, you that, yeah, that's it. And isn't oh. it? And isn't it funny because there are, you know, it is hard to get all those, yeah, everything all in a line. And, you know, sometimes your husband, I'm sure the reluctant will say, this is meant to be fun. This is meant to be your hobby. Are you sure yes. you're enjoying it? Are you loving it? But when it all lines up, oh, yeah, fantastic. there is no feeling quite like yeah. it. Yeah. I but, mean, on the front of my book, there's a photo of my horse and I hunting. And, and it, I was just grinning all day because it was probably, I think it was, was it the third or fourth time we'd been and he got it. He'd obviously suddenly cottoned on to what it was all about, and uh, I'd not seen sort of the hunting lot properly for quite a while. And 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 yeah, I was you know grinning. I mean, don't get me wrong, driving. I was thinking, well, what am I doing? <laughs> but I was just grinning. And we have a a, a, a photographer, Sharon Thayer, bless her. She's been coming out with us for years, taking all. all for, I keep saying, are you are literally recording all my memories. Oh, you don't realise how important it is. It's so sweet of her. But she just did it as a hobby, as a mum that was following her children going around um, uh, hunting. And uh, yeah, and she and she's got a fantastic shot of me, absolutely grinning from ear to ear. And I think my face was hurting that day because I was just. Just grinning. I mean, oh, it was like a so yeah. lovely. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, we'll say again. Uh, it's the South Downs Bloodhounds. That's the joint pack we've both had experience going out with. And I have to admit, yeah. like my so my little boy now he is uh, nine months old. He'll be ten months old in a couple of weeks' time. And my Aww. first thing that I knew I wanted to go and do and try and get back on board for and get you know get fit for was to go out and do the Lops Hill meet with the South Down Bloodhounds in March. Oh, you went big then. You I went, went big. <laughs> I went big. Well, I thought if I if there's too much um, in-between bits or too much, you know, time to think, yeah. I'd bottle it and go home. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I'm just going to have to have no option 
but to go. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it, how we think? It really is. It's, um, I don't think we're a normal bunch. No. I genuinely don't. <laughs> I, uh, that's one thing I do now about as horsey lot. I don't think we're a normal bunch. <laughs> no, and I think we're built a lot tougher than we believe we are. It might feel yeah. like we're, you know, it might feel like we're we're struggling with this or we can't do that. Or, But I think we're very innovative. We're determined. We'll, yes. okay, well, that's not working. We're going to go about it another way. Or today was a struggle, but tomorrow I'm going to go and do that. Like, we're always, I like that you, like you said, maybe a different bit, maybe a different yard. We don't just settle for, oh, well, that's hard. I'm not, I'm not going to do that again. We, we yeah, I think no, horsey yeah. women, horsey parents, we find a way might take time yes. might be hard yes yeah but most definitely we do we push on yes and yeah. i think that's I, I think it's just it, it's part of it and like even from when you were you learn to ride when you're young um I, I and I will admit I'm not so great with my daughter when she sort of falls off. I, I'm a bit I'm a bit like oh yeah come on then let's get back on. But inside I'm thinking oh my god you're her mother how could you be doing this to her? But oh I love you, that. Do you, you really learn... get like quite oh no? Uh, honestly yeah I'm not a um I'm I I thought I would be a little bit more more ruthless as a horsey parent if I'm honest but I'm not I'm thinking oh do you want to go do gymnastics um but even then she flings herself around and she's you know she's desperate to get on the beam so I think I'm probably fighting her character more <laughs> you have, she, she, yeah, yeah she's she's out yeah. she's out of um she's always out for the adventure by the sounds of it yeah she is so so she yeah she she could be a pippa funnel mary king and i'm just literally just suppressing her and holding her back yeah. which is really terrible oh that's but so yeah, funny but yeah I, oh, but it's um, done from love it's done from love you're it not it is it is yeah it is but like when we when we learned to ride when we were younger you know it was a bit like you've got to get back on you know and initially when someone says that to you you think really yeah. But that that's the ethos, isn't it? You know, it's it's that is the ethos. Do you know what? It's so funny. I was talking to someone about this. Um as a child, you put like if you want to be horsey, you put up with anything. There's that drive in you where the horse has just stood on your foot, barged you through yeah. the door, and then as yeah. you've got on, it's pulled you over its head because it hasn't got its daisy reins on. But the yeah. the child in you, the determination, you get back up, you get back on, you rub your foot, you you rub your hip, you get back on the pony, probably come off twice more. But there's that yeah. never end I will, I will, I will. Whereas as an adult, I'm teaching Josh to ride at the moment. <laughs> and he's like, why's why is it done that then? Why is it, oh it's just stood on my foot you know, and it is quite funny like <laughs> trying to explain uh, no no you've just got to, you've just got to get on with it get you know get back to it or do that again or don't worry about it oh yep that's just the horse thing <laughs> yeah, we're bonkers yeah. but yeah 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 i think we might there's, a, there's an element i think there must be a, a, an aspect of our minds that yeah i don't know what it is and i and i would imagine if you spoke to a psychologist uh or a psychiatrist or either one you, and, and they'd be able to say to you right well actually the reason you do this hobby is because this and this but I don't know I mean I don't even know when you can equate it to anything I think it is it, it, and I'm not just saying horsey people aren't just the only passionate that people about you know about their hobbies there are many people out there with their hobbies and they are equally as passionate but there's something about horses that is one dangerous yes <laughs> two, two expensive you know and and you and you add these things together with the time it takes as well <laughs> yeah my husband did say to me once i think it was probably the only time he's turned to me and said anything in relation to horses that was what i would class as a compliment and he said to me he said 
over the years that we've been married together and I've seen you with your horse and, and, and all the ups and downs that he said, I commend on the fact that you are never, ever fed up of going up the yard to either turn him out or put him to bed. He said, mm. you never, ever tire of that. And and he sees that. And he's a, he's a keen golfer, you see. Yeah. So he can understand the... the, the the trials and tribulations of whether his golf swing has gone or not, you know, I take the nick out of him a little bit, but you know, it's a similar thing, isn't it? You know, if his game's not quite on, yes, he enjoys yeah. it. With him and his friends, it's a social thing. So it's quite similar in that way. But yeah, he said in, with all the ups and downs, he said, you never get, you never tire. And, and we all know, don't we, we can drive up to a yard sometimes and, and your horse looks at you over the fence and, yeah, all is forgiven. Yeah, <laughs> all is forgiven. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay I'm, then. Oh, yeah, I've you... driven up sometimes yeah. thinking, oh, God, what's he going to be like today? And then he looks at me and you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> oh, I forgot a new carrot. I'm sorry. I'll go back and get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah, so I don't, um, it is a, it, I suppose it's something we'll never, we'll never understand, but it, it is what it is, isn't no, it? No, it's we what are... makes you tick. Yeah, definitely. So we are addicted, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think, I know. <laughs> um so what would be do you have any top tips for someone who might be listening I mean your children are older now so you are through the well are you please god are you through the worst of trying to juggle you know I'm thinking of now where I'm thinking right I've got my nappies I've got this is it nap time is it are you through the worst of that sort of juggle or is it just an all sort of new juggle it's a uh, no, no. I definitely think when they're younger, because like you say, I mean, you know, yourself trying to get into the car sometimes is a forty-minute discussion and exercise, isn't it? It's yeah. like <laughs> mili- military operation. Um, it's easier now in the sense that I know that I can, um, and I know some mums do it with the baby. The baby's in the pram, they're in the school, um, and I, I couldn't necessarily do that kind of thing because my horse was very young and a bit unpredictable, and it just it, the two things for me, I, I wouldn't have fun. I'd be worrying too much about that, you know. I'm, I'm, you know so, but, but again, I don't criticise anyone who does it. In fact, no, you. Everyone think, has yeah. to know what works for them, don't they? Completely, I think the... yeah, completely. And I almost envy people who can just get on with that. I just probably am too much of a thinker. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very different situation. So now I could take um, my children up the yard, and okay, they might bicker if they both stood there, but I can get fifteen, twenty minutes schooling in the school if I need it. Yeah. You know, uh, my son's probably old enough you want to sit in the car looking at his phone I, I don't overly we don't do that very often anyway because what we tend to try and do is I, I while they're at school and I've got my days off I tend to try and do it then yeah and, yeah everything um, is, yeah, yeah that's quite a good tip just think right this is the time I am child free I am I've got you know an hour let's bosh this out let's yeah yeah definitely and I would say also I've seen a lot of people with 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 and without children in the horsey world we there's an element of preparation for stuff and I do get that and probably I'm a bit of a less of a prepper I just think I just want to get out there and do it but I see people doing a lot of work in relation to just like a little dress I say a little dressage I mean I only do intro and prelim on him at the moment but um I am very much like just get out there yeah you know if there's a local show and you're not quite prepared for your riding elements of things just go do it in hand just go and do the horsey stuff get out there get whatever kit you've got don't i've done county level and not and not plaited um using sewing i i've i've just used bands yeah. you know but yeah. i accept the fact that i would get marked down for that yes locally, it's better to do yeah, than not do there. 
Yeah, completely. And I and, and I think as a say, you know, I've had people who have been the livery yard next door, to, you know, the next table to me, and they're like, "Wow, we're not quite." I said, "Look, just get out there. Yeah. Just get your togs on. Stop worrying about whether you're going to beat this person or that person's going to think this of you, or or you haven't quite got the kit. You know, just get out there and and give it because you will come home thinking, "I did it." Now it could be it could be like. Benson was the best time I hunted him. Um, you know, you could come home with your imported bridling bits, but <laughs> you did it. You did it. You, you did know, it, I and did you it. went, and you had fun. Yeah, I, I, at one point, I think we were cantering, and neither of us were breathing particularly well. But you know, because we were just so like, oh my god, this is petrifying. <laughs> We came home and we'd done it. But, yeah, even local shows, I'm not necessarily telling everyone to go out and do anything big. But, yeah, that would be my top tip. Just try, and if you don't get there, you don't get there. But just at least try and give yourself that opportunity just to to get out to doing what you did, even if it's a hack. Yeah, I really like that. I I like that the intention is better. You know, it's better to try than not to try. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Whether that try is, okay, I've been putting off... I've been putting off riding during the day because of this, this and this, but I'm going to go and do it now because I'm going to grab the moment. Or equally, yeah. I'm not quite ready to go and do a novice dressage test, but tell you what, there's only four entered in this class. It's 20 minutes up the road. What have I got to lose? Let's go Yeah, because sometimes, honestly for me, sometimes I'm lucky enough to have my own trailer, um, but sometimes it was, uh, uh, even now sometimes I do feel, even though the kids are older, but I'm older as well, so I, re- I reflect on my sort of capabilities and, and how much it hurts my body now. But I just getting him in the trailer, getting him down to the to, to local dressage and just getting back home and, you know, getting home and having a cup of tea and whatnot, you know, it's it's it's, it's an achievement and yeah. that's it. And yeah. I'll hunt him again another day when he's not such a thug and um, <laughs> it might, might be in a few years. At least with yeah. the bloodhounds, they keep moving or is that a negative? I, I, whenever I had a naughty one to take, I think, well, at least with the bloodhounds, there's no opportunity for them to, to stop and prat about. They've just got to keep going. Yeah, there is. I think it was just an element that he was starting to lose manners and I, I wanted to keep him, a very old-fashioned term, but I wanted to keep him a lady's horse. Oh, and I yes. thought, if yeah, if I keep bringing him out each weekend, he's going to... And I'm quite a strong rider, so I could um, I could slow him. Another couple of people have ridden him, but he, he's he's a, a little bit of a machine and uh, and his, his, his stamina doesn't, doesn't match his breed at all. So, yeah, so it's just... A decision, and also I have to say, it's easier to keep a horse fit for dressage. I know the practice is different. Ah, that's very true. Yes, but yeah. I was finding the fitness element quite difficult with him for hunting. Yeah, so, that's very yeah, true. So yeah, it's just a decision. But yeah, just 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 give it a go. And sometimes you're you're not going to hit that mark, but there will always be another day. It might not feel like it because you, like you say, you've you've put all your ducks in a row and it's not quite worked out, and it can be really frustrating. Yeah, but the, but, yeah. but the intention is good. I really like that. It's it's looking on the positive of what could be instead of the negative of what might you know what what isn't. Well, you know, I I really like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you have, um, I normally end my interviews, Rose, with just saying, do you have any goals or aims for, you know, the rest of 2022 and looking into next year? You've just sent um, him off for six weeks schooling. So is there something you're leading up towards? Um, I would like, see, again, I, I always say to people, aim low. 
<laughs> which is which is what I do. I, I do aim low because I don't want to batter myself too much. So my aim at the moment is we we almost got to doing decent prelims and we had a, a bit of a blip in relation to just how we were working together, how we were gelling as a, as a team. So, um, and then it, all the competition shut down. It all got very different. Oh, gosh, so now yeah. we're just starting to, to, to get up. So my, I would be happy with the next year if I've done some prelims and we haven't embarrassed ourselves too much. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, my long-term goal with him is is to hack out on my own. But whether that oh. ever ever happens, because he is he is sharp. But yeah, but there's some some goals I'll accept, and some I think are just nice to have. But yeah, yeah. just just a prelim to to canter him in a circle, being the beast that he is. I say <laughs> within, within the whiteboards, I can tell you now. Is no mean feat. So that that is my goal, and it may seem very low to some people, but for no, me, that's fantastic. yeah, for me, knowing what he is like as a horse, yeah, st- stay within the boards, get to the end of the test, and um, go home and have a cup of tea. Perfect. Amazing. You make sure you get a video of how you do it at the moment, so then you can look back next year and go look, look at what we were yes. doing. Yeah, because... yeah. I do have a video of my first ever dressage test with him, and. And um, I always think it feels worse than it looks, doesn't it? But yes, yeah, it that's was, true. Um, that is it true. Was, it was interesting. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we shall see. Oh, Rose, thank you so much for chatting to me. I really appreciate it. Um, I absolutely, oh, I, I love what you're about. And it's been a p- real pleasure. Um, just so people who are listening know, how can we get our hands on your book? Um, it's on Amazon, um, uh, as, as is most things these days. I know I sound very, very trendy and hip, don't I? But um, yeah, someone, yeah. To help, someone, someone helped to help me put it on there because I'm that bad. Um, I, I do have my uh, Instagram, the four moons. I, do you know that I'm so bad? I don't even think I have an Amazon link for it on there. Who I, I'd have to look. This is shocking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's on Amazon. It's five ninety nine. The four moons, Rose Bowden. Um, and yet you can, and I even say it in the book, you, you can read it in a day or so. It's just like a blog book and chuck it in a car. So I would chuck it in your horse lorry so that someone else can pick it up and, and have a giggle oh, at my expense. That's amazing. No, that's brilliant. And at the moment, it's just currently you're in paperback, aren't you? You didn't want to go electrical because you felt you liked people to hold a copy, copy in their hands. Yeah, I'm an old bird. So I'm 50 next year. And there's something about a book that I just love. So I'm sorry to any well, in fact, my son calls me a boomer. I have told him technically, I'm not a boomer. (laughs) That's what he refers to me as I was like, you're a generation out kid. But there we go. And yeah, I just wanted just just wanted a book. I I like books. and, And that's it. Whether I ever put it into some sort of um, something verbal that someone could uh, sort of audible sorry, that someone can listen to I don't know I do get asked but again it, you're talking technical stuff so you know <laughs> yeah that's, well that's it that's it it's it's hard to get your head round I mean I, I I can't even begin to imagine approaching you know how to get published and how to go through all that uh palaver but you've done it and it is there available it's the full moons Rose Bowden um Bowden is spelled b-o-w-d-e-n um to hear about how you juggle children and horses yeah thank you 
Oh, that was such a pleasure to chat to Rose. I feel like I was chatting to a friend. Um, it's so interesting to hear that um, someone else felt as strongly as I do because I seem to be quite a rare case where I'm like, no, people need to know it's okay and it's normal. Um, and as I get talking to people, um, it's always a privilege to hear their stories. And um, I love nothing more than reading and I love nothing more than hearing people's stories. So this is definitely something that's going to you know hopefully it will talk to you as much as it talks to me um so her book is um the four moons and i really enjoyed her explanation of how stuff for mums just needs to line up perfectly the stars need to align the moons need to get in order so that you can enjoy you know everything really it's um it's a real privilege to have a horse and it's a privilege to be able to be a mum and to have a job and you want to be grateful for all these things in your life but when they all line up you can be extra grateful that they've all behaved themselves and worked exactly as they should do i hope that makes any sense (laughs) i've had a very long weekend i was photographing a wedding on saturday so i'm a bit doolally oh and i've done soft play today we did a wedding um sorry did there you go bonkers did a wedding on saturday and then i was at a soft play birthday today um so yes i apologize if i don't make much sense um the other thing i would like to apologize for wilf has taken a shine to my headset which i stupidly left within his reach and unfortunately he has pulled off the uh the little foam defender that i have around the mouthpiece and because of that, you can hear a lot of my breathing. So I apologise for the audio quality. I apologise for my breath that you can hear. Hopefully it's not as bad as it sounds through my headphones currently once I upload it to um, Buzzsprout. But I'm apologising now. I'm ever so sorry. Um, I hope it didn't affect your enjoyment of the interview today. Um, I'm going to get on and talk to Josh now. Josh is back into the full swing of pheasants and the bit the poults went to wood this morning Albie helped him put them out I'm so proud of Albie I talk a lot about how shy Albie is he is going to be six in September and I would say this is the first season I mean there must have been eight men arrive at the yard today to help Josh get his birds to wood um all men that Josh um that Albie knows and has met and has dealt with However, they are still eight men that he rarely sees. And he was so confident. He chatted to all of them. Um, There was a couple that he wasn't sure about. And it took him like a prompt, like, you know, say hello to Stu. And once he got got away, he was bossing them around. (laughs) He was chatting away. He was telling them about the crates. He was telling them about the sheds. He... Um, he came and found me because I was mucking out the boys and he came and found me and said, Mum, Reese is here or Mum, uh, Dad's doing this or, you know, and it was really, really a real pleasure. It made me feel really proud because not even, not, not even back in the shooting season, which for us is, um, it runs from uh, October through till January, he wouldn't have spoken to those people then. He might have waved or he might have said a very quiet hello, but he wouldn't have been like he was today. So it's amazing to see that progression. And I feel, uh, yeah, really <laughs> oh, it made me so happy. Um, and then equally today at the party, instead of being the shy kid that 
Me and him would sit on the side and spectate as other children play. He was straight off and out and into playing, um, which again was just lovely to see. Um, You wouldn't believe how shy he was. um, And you wouldn't believe the amount of parties that I've sat on the side and I've just watched as he's played. And I've been like, do you want to join in? No, shake of the head, doesn't even talk to me, just clings to me, clings to my chest. I'm like, okay then. What, do you want to watch for 20 minutes and then join in? 20 minutes would pass, and then he'd still not want to go. And then I'd say, do you want to go home? And he nine times out of ten, bless him, he'd say, yeah, because it was just too much for him. Um, and then as he got a bit braver, after that, after the 20 minutes, he'd be he'd go and play a little bit for a couple of minutes, and then, he, then we'd go home. And then after the 20 minutes, he'd go play for the rest of the session. And now he doesn't even need that 20 minutes. So anyone who is struggling with a shy child, have faith. If you if you are kind and considerate and accept that they are worried and they're not being naughty, they're not making you spend your Sunday in a soft play, wishing that at least your child would play so you could have a cup of tea. <laughs> that, you know... I think taking the time and trying to understand how they're feeling and what they're going through and as rubbish as it is for you and believe me (laughs) I've been there um it's so so worth it when they actually get brave enough to just walk in through the door and go play and equally if you're the child of a super bold child I'm very jealous because you get to enjoy your cup of tea Um, but yeah, I'm going to wait for Josh to get in. It's half past nine on a Sunday night. He's been out all day. Um, he's done a little bit of swimming with the boys though, so he's super chuffed about that. Um, and yeah, then we'll record a question with him. Hi boy. Hiya. My boy's busy now. He's starting to get a little bit busier, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So the the lovely, luxurious life of a lady I've been leading thus far, <laughs> where you take the two children away from me, is soon to, is soon to be over, isn't it? Well, no, not really. I'll still be able to take the boys in theory, won't I? Because, um, you know, in the daytime as such. Yeah, you'll try to, you'll try to. But such is now your job is really ramping up. Yeah. Um, you've got birds in the woods, you've got birds in the sheds, and um, it just means that you're, you you leave the house early and you come back to the house late. Yeah, yeah, and then there will obviously be the night work involved in it as well. But no, it it was um, it's a nice time with the boys last last couple of weeks and stuff. Like yeah, that, you have, you, yeah, you have definitely. So I photographed a wedding on Saturday, and Josh was able to have the boys for the whole day. Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, you yes. had fun, and it's the very first time we've gone to bed without um, the boob. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know all the fuss was about. He quite happily had his bottle with me and went to sleep, and <laughs> me and Al watched a film. Honestly, I just. <laughs> be easy to feel like a failure when Josh just finds it all so easy but luckily he does find it easy because then he'll do it when I ask and then <laughs> he the, won't be put off from doing it they both slept virtually all afternoon yesterday as well and let me watch the rugby fuckers yeah they did busted slept all afternoon too fucking between all my sport channels <laughs> no one to put fucking Power Rangers on <laughs> oh. what's the shit you're watching at the minute Downton Abbey no one arguing over the remote to watch Downton Abbey Power Rangers I could just watch cricket or rugby it was only me I was arguing with uh, um, I think you quite enjoyed a bit of Downton Abbey actually 
it hasn't been as bad as some of the other shite you've watched in the last year. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I, I've really quite enjoyed it, though. It was very funny. The hunting, I mean, you know, series one, episode two, whatever. There's a hunting scene where the chap nearly falls off trying to jump a hedge. And we're meant to be impressed by his dashing skills. It also looked a bit like Desi, actually. Did it? Yeah. Was that the bloke that died that I had to get? It was. It was. Oh, wow. Sorry, spoiler for the 10-year-old series that uh, you might not have watched yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we had another lovely romantic date night, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, no, I went for a hack. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if that's what it was called now. Yeah, it counts. Oh, okay. Don't worry. It's the cheap, cheapest one that you'll take me out on. Imagine if you had to take me out for food. <laughs> be fair, a bit more expensive than the babysitter. <laughs> Did you really want five courses, Rose? <laughs> so when you go to an all you can eat, no, 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 it's not all you can eat tonight now. <laughs> um, no, we went for another lovely hack. Um, you called me a dickhead. That was the most romantic part, I think. <laughs> yeah, you can explain why. <laughs> um, so I mowed a lovely gallop strip of dreams um along a, a mile long hill um and it looks so tempting and i've got a load of little logs lied out next to it and we walked down so the horses could see the logs um because desi's got a bit of a spook in him um and when we turned around we were trotting back and i don't know what happened i think bob just decided bob took the wheel and i thought i'd pop over a few logs and desi for it was brilliant he actually did like a little playful head shake and joined in with a canter didn't he my boy you've had your very first proper canter yeah i didn't find it playful number <laughs> one I didn't I, I don't I, I didn't like it didn't like i didn't like not being in control at all and i think i said to you didn't i it's like i think i'd have enjoyed it more if he hadn't spooked and he was a bad spook the last one before, week, the yeah, week before. He, yeah. went about, he went a good 10 yards out into the week didn't he yeah. And it was like in the back of mind, I think if you do that now, Angie Cantering, you know, and then he was doing, yeah, doing that stupid, like skippy thing, whatever he was doing <laughs> when you jumped. So I didn't like it. I don't, don't Well, you like, say you didn't like it, but I did look over my shoulder and you were grinning. It was a grimace. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, I don't like just not being in, I feel as though I'm getting more in control and then. Well, when we, I, I appreciate why you're going to do it because you've got to throw yourself in the deep end. And, you know, I said, right, okay, that is a canter. And that that that's going to be as simple as it gets in, in what I will hopefully end up doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is, I understand. I understand all of that. But to have no warning and <laughs> off you went. <laughs> and, and, and fuck it, you just didn't, you didn't even ask me. You just no, went. I, I looked over my shoulder. You looked like you were in full control. And I thought, go on. Well, no, I didn't. Bob decided he would just pop the locks. You never said that at the time. Bob, you dickhead, not Rosie. Well, you were the one calling me a dickhead. That's what I mean. <laughs> Bob, Bob, you were yeah. um, But no, it was, um, well, no, but you had a canter. And we cantered for a good, I mean, I jumped four logs and they were good. Good while apart, so you had a good long canter, and actually towards the end, I looked over and you were grinning, not grimacing. But then when we pulled up, you did tell me off. Um, but it was good, and the horses were good, and he didn't spook. No. And um, the sky was beautiful. Oh no, it was a lovely evening, and it is a lovely thing that we've been able to do recently. Um, you know, and it is, it's really, really nice, and um, I have enjoyed it, haven't I? Yeah. You know, I have enjoyed it, and I think... I say every time I I wish I had more time because I want to 
you know, the, the more I, I, I understand that the more time you spend in the saddle, the more you obviously you, you read the horse better, you, you, you know, and things are beginning to click now. I kind of get what you mean when you said left leg on, right leg, right leg nearly on. Or whatever it was. <laughs> what are the fucking riddles that come out with? And, I can't, and I'm beginning to understand that, that yeah. you know, and trying to work it out for myself. That oh wow, he really responded. Then I can feel that. But to then, like, I don't. I am do, not in control in trotting, and I'm not in control in cantering. Oh, I think you are in control in trotting. I think. I can't um, fucking turn. <sighs> How you're, can that be in control? You're, you're a perfectionist. <laughs> you wait till you get out hunting. No one's in bloody control. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are in control. How can you say that? It's like saying, right, jump on that sledge. Well, no, you, you say you're not in control and that you can't turn. But the first time we trotted, he drifted so much left that you ended up from one side of the track all the way through into the wheat. Whereas now when you trot, he stays where you want him to trot. All oh, right. Okay. Suppose Remember? so. Yeah. Not, not really. I try. <laughs> not really. I try. I drink to forget it. <laughs> I try to put all these stressful moments at the back of my mind. But um, no, yeah, and I, but I dare say that's possibly is that because I'm getting more even. No, it's just that you are you are subconsciously squeezing with both legs, right? And okay. you're keeping yeah. him going forward in a straight line together. Yeah. So yeah, more equal, and you you know you're not. Yeah, you might have been unbalanced and throwing him off and he moved mm. over to the right or to the left. But no, so you say you weren't in control, but you already are able to trot in a straight line mm. without him veering off track. Yeah, I told you, didn't I, yesterday that when me uh, me and the boys went to the fair last weekend, um, we jumped on the, you call it a carousel, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't call it a merry-go-round, but a carousel, whatever. We jumped on him. Uh, I'd instantly squeezed the horse. <laughs> the horse. I didn't know what I did it, did it? <laughs> <laughs> the poor wooden horse oh no that's good though that's good muscle memory is taking over and you are right if you could ride more you'd get better quicker but you are a perfectionist and i have to keep reminding you you've sat on a horse 10 times mm. and you had your first canter yeah 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 um am i forgiven yeah no no, no I, I just just i just would prefer a briefing okay don't just <laughs> don't just fuck off because <laughs> and let that to out volley yeah no that yeah, I suppose it makes me think as well. It's like in the hunting field, you've got no choice. You are a herd and that's it. You've had it, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one's going to brief you before when we go hunting, my boy. <laughs> oh, I'm planning on hunting the hounds by half year. <laughs> You're blowing the horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so this week I had a message from a lady who um, I've written it down because I can't find it in my messages now. So um, to read out now. So... Um, she says, I've loaned my horse out for my first year of pregnancy and whilst having a newborn. Um, but my loaner, though a lovely lady, and she is considerate, she doesn't send messages at silly times or um, she she said, you know, she's a nice lady and she likes her and she has good references for like not being a pain. All right. Um, she's starting to make her doubt her decision because the new loner is a lot more nervous than she initially admitted. Um, and she's had like reports of a few run-ins. They're on the New Forest. I don't know if you've ever been to... Have you been to the New Forest much, my boy? Not much, no, but I know where it is. And yeah, but yeah. So 
the cars are famously really bad on the new forest they because it's wide flat straight you can see everything um they do go really quick through there and there's lots of like they've got the um I want to say wild ponies, but they're not wild. The The commoners ponies are loose on the forest, obviously. And there's so many that do actually get clipped and hit because the cars don't slow down. So she says uh, they're on the new forest and they've had quite a few run-ins with speeding cars already. And she's heard reports of her horses now starting to look at cars as they come by. Um, and then the other thing that worried her was this lady's very nervous with dogs going by. Um, and on the new forest, you again there's lots of walkers you do tend to sometimes get chased by a dog and she's like she would always remain very calm in that situation and wave a whip at the dog or stop the horse and turn it to face the dog but this lady's getting nervous and if she sees a dog she's getting past quick and you know people at the yard that they share has mentioned it and she the lady the loner herself has said well you know we've we've had a few run-ins um the lady who's messaged me said, I am really worried I'm not going to get my horse back in terms of the horse that I know and love. Um, I need help or perspective. What should I do? Should I just go and get him and give him the rest of my pregnancy off? Um, She's five months pregnant at the moment. Um, The only thing is, is he's quite a big Irish sports horse gelding and he is he can be a little bit bolshy so she was like during my pregnancy and while i've got a newborn i just want him to go out and keep busy and keep out the way Mm. um she's you know i can appreciate her stress myself Mm. she she just thought like what would we think you're almost famously now straight talking yeah i I mean realistically though like if you had a horse that got into bad habits would it keep those habits depends on the character um yeah, to an extent uh the problem with so in my mind the problem is something like allowing or becoming traffic shy it's a very hard thing to beat because you can't control it the mm. drivers are going to come past at the speed they come past yeah, yeah you can't sort of set it up like say your horse was terrified of plastic bags you could put t- plastic bags everywhere and desensitize them that way but with drivers, if you're going out onto the forest, you are dealing with quite bad drivers a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't necessarily keep bad habits, especially if they, you know, say it's only just started and you nip it in the bud. Yeah, I mean, if you're worried about it, then you've got to say something, haven't you? You know, you know, because let's face it, it's, uh, I, I would have assumed that you could have got it out of the horse you know, pretty sharpish once you get riding it again. But if you're not going to be able to do that, then you're just going to have to sort of say, look, you know, if, if this has become an issue, I want you to, you know, enjoy riding him and um, find some better routes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, don't you don't have, surely you don't have to go on the road. Well, I don't know. I've, I don't know. I don't know where she is. Yeah. I think um, that is a good point. Maybe start small, ch- change your routes. Um, if you're worried about dogs, this is what I do or – you know, yeah, maybe give her a plan yeah. of attack. Well, tell 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 her to get out of fucking bed earlier so she's not meeting people with dogs. <laughs> what time do you walk your dogs in the morning? Yeah, I know, but my dogs are reasonably <laughs> well behaved. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. sort of like, you know, there's busy times and there's quiet times, isn't there? You know, I, that's how I would do it. I was like, look, you know, these run-ins, they could, I would... Very, I don't want I, to yeah, I would, yeah, I would, I would probably make time to get down and say, look, you know, these run-ins that you've had, it, you've had, they've worried me a little bit. And then she's going to say, oh, no, it's not that bad. And it's like, well, it could be, and it could fuck the horse for me, you know, <laughs> and... 
Yeah, and it, let's 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 sort this out now. Let's think of some better routes that you can go on where you can enjoy riding him and just keep him busy. Because ultimately, I you know I want him back. I don't want a shadow of him back. Yeah, that's very good. You know, and and then just sort of like look, you know, I'm not going to stop you riding him. You know, if if you're able to enjoy riding him, but what I don't want is, is this and explain it how how you yeah. say it. You know, because um. Yeah, I think you, you've got to, you understand yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, no, I think that's a really good point, actually. And I think um, I would really struggle with anything confrontational where you're you're possibly critiquing someone. However, the way that Josh described it, you can just have a conversation with them and say, look, I've heard a bit from other people that you're really struggling with this. This is the this is the plan that I would have if it was me because I'm just a bit worried about the horse just suddenly getting just, traffic just shy. Say, just say, it. how are you getting on? Yeah. You know, and, and if they've got anything about them, say, well, you know, I've, got, I've had this, the, the traffic's been, and you know, so yeah, the, tra- the cars are an absolute bastard here. Well, why don't you go this route? Yeah. You know, yeah. or go at this time of day or, or little, little things like that. Because, you know, if, if they are nervous, they're not going to want to find these situations. That's true. That is really true. Yeah, seeking them out, are they? I, I want to frighten myself today. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's a really good point. Yeah. So definitely start small. Um, suggestions of places to go, ways to avoid people, <laughs> get out of bed earlier if you're Josh Hayward. Um, but ultimately, you've got to do what you're comfortable with. You're five months pregnant now. You don't want to get to thirty-eight weeks and five days nearly about to pop and then suddenly have a phone call saying I'm really struggling or this is really hard or so maybe have a little contingency plan in the back of your head um whether that's a friend who can oh look could you just have the horse for a couple of months if it comes to it or a field where you know he could just go and be turned out if he needed to be um that would also be like because I am quite an anxious person and I like to run through plans a b c d and z but it, if it gave you peace of mind to think, okay, I'm going to have a nice chat with her. I'm going to explain to her, you know, we don't want this to escalate. And then take it from there, really. Go through a... Yeah, I think route. so. I think so. Yeah, I, I can't I can't really offer much more on it because, like I say, I think for me, it'd be like, I'm trying to think of ways to compare it to. If it was, if I'd loaned out a gun dog, I know that you could, you know, unless it was someone who was absolutely useless. What about... Uh, that like, dog, you could get it back. Well, what about whining though? If a dog suddenly starts, no, there whining. is. There's certain things. Yeah, there is certain things that you need to think. Right, that needs to stop. But again, you know, the way the way you would deal with it, the way I do it is like, why why is that dog whining? You know, that that dog didn't whine before it went with you. Yeah, it's an obvious. You know, it's a standout character. You know, flaw that 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 something's happened. Um, whereas surely, like what you're saying with the horse is because of their habit. Yeah, the okay, whole, you know, yeah. you, do you know what I'm saying? Well, bit, well, if a dog started whining, it'd be like, say, uh, you'd lend it to someone who just let it run constantly after a prick bird or something mm. and didn't actually exercise a little bit of self restraint themselves mm. to wound the job up. It would be like a case of um, taking the horse out on the roads and then letting it spin around at the first car that spooked it instead of riding it. No, come on, you can do this, you're fine, you're not frightened. You know, like, right, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, yeah. What, what, sort of a case of a nervous person creating a nervous situation more yeah, than anything. Yeah, but yeah. no, it's um, there's some things that I think it's just best tackling the bull by the horns. Have a chat to her about it. Be honest with what's worrying you. Hopefully she'll be really sympathetic because you're pregnant. You can blame hormones. 
I'm sure you could just say, look, I'm probably a bit hormonal. I'm a bit worried, but can you just reassure me that you're going to try this? Yeah. Yeah. Mate, yeah. It never worked with you. <laughs> you know. never took any sympathy. <laughs> just laughing at the thought. He's like, yeah, I'm really hormonal. I'm sorry about the knife. <laughs> the pitchfork. Yeah. The pitchfork held at yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No hard feelings, hey? <laughs> Um, well, anyway, I hope that helped. Um, Joshua Hayward's probably going climb, climb to bed now, aren't you? Yeah, that's I, could. A, that's a saying, yeah. Um, and uh, just please remember to send your, your questions. I was just chatting to Josh, and because he is now super busy, we're not going to record our questions at the end of the week. So if you can get yours in earlier, that would be amazing, because then I can ask him them in the middle of the week when he's still bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> if that ever ever happens yeah. <laughs> thanks my boy alright see you later that's it that's the end of another episode of child pony sleep repeat thank you so much for listening thank you so much for getting involved sending me feedback giving me messages um i love it when we get involved with polls um i can't wait to hear some of your questions um remember to get them in earlier in the week that would I would really really appreciate it just because it means that I can possibly um get Josh interviewed a little bit earlier or chatted to whatever a little bit earlier um because he did point out that at 10 p.m on a Sunday night wasn't really for him uh and I do understand that he probably just wants to get in and chill um so yeah definitely would appreciate that you can find us on socials the main place that you will find me is on instagram at child.pony.sleep.repeat um if you are listening and you're listening on either itunes or spotify or whatever you get your podcasts i would really appreciate a rating um and a little bit of feedback how if you enjoy the podcast what you enjoy about the podcast um if there's anything you think i should add or would be good to do or games i should look into send me a dm i would really appreciate it i'd love to hear what you think um until next week have a good one